Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Good morning and welcome to the pre-show. It is Thursday. It is January 12th. Thank you so much for joining us this morning as we get things going on a, an almost Friday. We're almost there. Just a, a, another day left to go. How you doing this morning? I'm good. And now, uh, yeah, uh, for some of us, three-day weekend coming up. Something I realized so earlier this week that it's 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 a three-day weekend this weekend. Do you have anything planned uh, for this weekend or low-key for you on that, it's, uh, that side? It's all volleyball for us. My daughter has a big tournament this weekend, so we're going to be doing that, hauling her to that. And so, yeah, that's it. We're <laughs> going to yeah, um, catch up with some friends of ours uh, that we that moved away that we haven't seen for a long time. We're really excited to hang out with them. And so, yeah, it's it's not really low key, but we're we're doing a lot of the same thing. How about you? Uh, we're going to do some dinner on Friday and then we're going to go on a hike on Sunday. We're talking about that. We haven't gone on a hike in a long time. So we're going to go hiking on Sunday. And then on Saturday, there's a big car show in Mesquite, Mesquite Motor Mania is happening this weekend so i want to go up there early like first thing saturday morning like drive up there check that out and then uh, yeah just relax i mentioned on the show yesterday our friend that had the mom guilt because she forgot to send her kid to school wearing the wacky socks mm-hmm. they live in arizona they were going to come to town this weekend and we we're going to do a dinner on saturday that's why we were talking to them earlier in the week they're not coming to town this weekend so now our saturday night is free and we're thinking about just kind of like laying low at the house and just maybe making a dinner and just relaxing yeah martin luther king jr day holiday on monday and there's going to be a parade uh, for that too so yeah i i think I, it's great with three-day weekend and it's always great to remember why we have a three-day weekend absolutely so. it's not about mattress sales or something there's a reason why yeah. we have a three-day weekend that uh, happens throughout the year exactly steph uh do you have any big plans going into the weekend um no i have no plans now that i think about it I was asking James if we should could go down to San Diego this weekend because my dance team that I was on for the, how me and James met, it's their 25th anniversary coming up. And they're doing like throwback dances and like choreography that we used to have 
on stage and they want us to teach. And I was like, babe, they want me to teach my piece that I collaborated with Lauren. Like, what if we went down there just for a night? And what really set us back was that trip to, to the Bay that in December. So oh. we're, like, we're trying to play catch up with that. And we have to fix the car and maintenance it too. So it's not ready to really drive four hour long trips. So we're actually planning on going there in February for the big reunion. So we're saving for that. Another three day weekend in February. Yes. yes. <laughs> President's Day holiday. Right. Then. I know. I just envision you and James like coming back like, oh, the OGs teachers are back. You're yes. like slow walking into the, you know, to the studio. They're back. Here we go, guys. That's Steph and James back from 2013. <laughs> They're married now. Did you know that? <laughs> they They're legends. There's like murals of them on the wall. Yeah. Like, oh, that's them. <laughs> I've heard rumors about them, but I've never seen them on the flesh. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to try to touch him. <laughs> That's it's, awesome. It's not like that at all, by the way. But I love James that you looked at me. Is that Stephanie? Oh, my God. I heard she does radio in Vegas now. Oh, my gosh. I wonder if she'll talk to me. I want to get a picture of her for my Instagram. Please don't. Please don't. Oh, uh, well, yeah. It sounds like uh, a, a lot of people are, are going to be uh, <laughs> hanging out, enjoying life and staying at home <laughs> for the weekend. I, lo- I, lo- I do want to go back to the term of Hall and Brooklyn around to volleyball. I love that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that's it, it's a lot of that. She yeah. had practice light last night from 4.30 to 7.30. She gets home at 7.30. We've already eaten. and uh, I, I don't know. I don't like having dinner with one of us missing. I mean, obviously, when Sophie goes back to school, we do, we do that every night. But yeah, I was just like, oh, man, we're eating without her. And so I have something ready for her when she comes home. And it's so funny because she'll text me and, and uh, she'll be like, I'm on my way. And I'm like, okay. Um, you know, what do you want? And and she always hints around. Like I know what she wants, but she she'll hint around. She's like, Whatever. And then next text, Do we have sourdough bread? And I'm like, No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, Did you want a grilled cheese? <laughs> yeah, I go, I'm like, I have wheat. And she's like, I don't really like wheat. <laughs> so it's like, okay, what do you just tell me what you want and I'll make it. Oh, that's right. We want to do grilled cheese this weekend. Thank you for reminding me. Oh, and sourdough bread. Ooh, yeah. I like it, Brooklyn. That's the way. That's yeah. the only way. That's the only way my uh, husband and the girls will eat it. I'll, I'll, I'll take any bread. I don't care. I'm not a bread snob, but they are bread snobs. It's got to be sourdough bread. How many slices of cheese do you put on? Um, well, I use those um, Progresso. They're thin slices. They're, uh-huh. they're like... It's it, it's like 35 calories a slice. So I use two of those. On Matt's, I'll use three because yeah. he likes it extra cheesy. But yeah, I use two. What about you? Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm there with Matt. I do three. I do three. And then I'll put some hot sauce on the cheese before I start making it. So when you eat it, there's a little bit of a kick to that sandwich. Mm, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about doing that. A little kick to your grilled cheese. Yeah, got to get the sourdough so we can make that happen. <laughs> All right, let's start the show. It is time for the pre-show. You pick them. You guys get to pick the first song of the show. Do you want to hear a can? Help Falling in Love with You by UB40. Do you want to hear Never There by Cake? Or do you want to hear Someday by Rob Thomas? Those are your 
your choices. Get your votes in now. You can tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page or just text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Well, Taylor Swift, she broke a ton of records last year after dropping her 10th studio album, Midnight's, back in October. So Taylor, it turns out she sold the most overall albums in 2022. She sold 2.9 million albums across her entire catalog. Now, the runner-up was Harry Styles at just over 1 million albums. So that means Swift nearly tripled Harry for the number one spot when it comes to overall album sales last year. Oh, wow. That's, uh, I really want to go see Harry Styles in L.A. Have you seen him before? Yeah, he's so good. I haven't seen him on this tour, Mm -hmm. um, but he rescheduled dates, um, for an L.A. show, two L.A. shows, and uh, they're at the end of this month, and I'm I'm really thinking about <laughs> trying to go out there for them. You I really should. want to see. I, I just I haven't seen the Harry's House uh, concert, so I really want to see it. It's got all these you know songs as it was like that album wasn't out when we saw him. You uh, I mean you have your, your your finger on the pulse of hot concerts. You really do, and I love that. So I th- I think you need to, I think you need to I feel like you saw a lot of concerts in 2022. I want you to up your game in 2020. I know. I want to up my game, too. I already have, you know, some plans for some concerts this year, but um, that's one I really want to see. Unfortunately, the resale market is ridiculous oh, yeah. right now, so unless I can work my way in through a record label, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. We got time. When is it? Uh, end of the month? Yeah. We got some time. It's the 27th and 29th. Okay. Yeah. Steph, we got to make things happen here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and maybe yeah, Taylor, she likes to keep a distance from her exes. That's why she sold so many albums in yeah. 2022. By the way, Midnight's, the vinyl version... Outsold um, the CD. Wait, hold on a second. Let me let me, wait, let me get this right here. Yeah, it is right. Midnight's the vinyl version. Outsold the CD version last year. Oh, the wow. last time that happened, where a, a vinyl version outsold a CD version, was in 1987. That that is really crazy. Lot, vinyl is really making a comeback. Yeah, isn't that a trip? So I, I just like go back to 1987. I didn't realize CDs were, were coming out in 1987. You know, uh, people starting to buy them, but vinyl still king. And I guess 88 was the year that it flopped and or flipped, and CDs started outpacing vinyls up until 2022. And Taylor Swift reverses that. Interesting. Uh, Nick Carter released his tribute song to his late brother Aaron Carter. So Aaron Carter, he died back in November at the age of 34. Very tragic. The song called is it's called Hurts to love you and here is some of that song uh right here Emotion to the song. So that wow. song is out right now, and then we got kind of have to wrap up the dirt, short dirt right now. Um, by the way, Prince Harry's memoir, Spare, sold a record 1.43 million copies in its first day. Everyone says they don't want to know. Oh, he shouldn't talk. Well, obviously, some people want to <laughs> yeah. know. Some people want to know. We don't care about them. Uh, 1.4 million people do. Let me just download this. (laughs) We'll have more during the 7 o'clock hour right around 7.15.
Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1759. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It is 6.01. It is Thursday. It's January 12th. We're so happy you're joining us this morning. A lot going on. And we're going to get to all that here in a couple of minutes, but we're so happy to have you on this Thursday. How was your day yesterday? It was a very busy day. Um, got home last night. Here's something that happened in the house last night. Uh, it's kind of like nonstop and finally wrapped up about six o'clock and I'm driving home and I call Laura and, and I told her, I'm like, I'm starving. I'm going to pick up a wrap at this place. Do you want anything? And she goes, no, 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 no. I already ate. I'm good. I'm like, okay, cool. So I stop and I get myself a, a wrap that has a little side salad and I get home and I start to eat, and she does this a lot, and I shouldn't let it get to me, but it does. She'll walk over, she's like, ooh, that looks good. I'm like, yeah, it's delicious. And just kind of reach in there and hump and take a bite. I'm like, ah, it starts to, it starts to irritate me. And then as I finish the wrap, I take the, the salad that came with it. I kind of mix it in together with the remains of the wrap and put my salad dressing on it. She's like, ooh, that, let me try that, and walks over and just takes it. And I'm like, I'm, like, I'm done. You can finish it. I, I just, it's a little thing in our relationship, but it just, when I'm eating, I don't want to be disturbed. It's like, this is my food. I'm not ready to share. I think maybe she's doing that on purpose because she knows it annoys you. Like, that, that just sounds like something that, like, that that she knows that it, it annoys you. So she purposely does it just to see your reaction. And I got so, when she came back for the salad, I'm like, I'm full. She's like, oh, I just want to try it. Like, uh, I'm, I'm eating. And... I know. I don't like sharing either. <laughs> <laughs> I, but I do it too. It's like, oh, well, you know, whatever. Do you get petty like this? And then in my back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, at some point this weekend, she'll get something that I'm going to have, you know, she'll grab lunch and I won't have it or something i'm gonna walk over and do the same to her and see how she likes it but then oh, it'll, it'll come up this weekend and i'll forget and i won't do it well not just that but it's like then then it's gonna you're escalating the situation you know so you have to decide do you want to do that or do you want to just say to her like i love you i love you i love you i love you but if there is one thing that i could change it would be when you steal my food it, i really look forward to this and i don't mean anything mean by saying this but you would want me to be honest with you right and she'd be like yes I just, when I get my food, I just like to keep it. That's why I offer to get you some because I want you to have your own food. And maybe if you put it that way, you know, not like, I hate when you do that, but maybe she'll take that and, and say, okay, I'm sorry. I won't do that anymore. That was brilliant advice. They Cause me, me last night, I'm like, I'm done. I'm full. Yeah. She's like, well, no, just finish it. I just want to try. No, you can have it storm off. And then when she walks away, I circle back and finish the rest You're of it. You're like, okay, she didn't need to think of this. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So petty. But uh, that's some good advice right there. I appreciate you, it. You might want to try some reverse psychology. Cause I was just thinking about it. I'm like, um, what Matt does when he has stuff and we like, we'll always, I, I never say like you get something and I don't, we always have, you know, if we're going somewhere, we always get something from there. But what he does sometimes is like, I mean, nine and a half times out of 10, if we get takeout from a place, I'm getting a salad. And, you know, that's really exciting to eat only every single time. But he'll get like, oh, I'm going to get tacos or I'm going to get this pasta or I'm going to get this burger. And I'll look at his stuff and just wish that I was having that. But I don't say anything. I don't act, ask for anything. So what he does is he'll leave like, you know, a little bit after he goes, wow, and I'm really full. Do you want to finish this? I know he's not full, but he's just trying to be nice because he knows I wish I had some mm -hmm. of it. And I think he Jedi mind tricks me because um, I'm like, like secretly I do want it. But then the fact that he 
you know, didn't get to finish it makes me feel bad. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm full. I got my salad. You No, finish that. He's like, you sure? I'm like, oh, yeah, but secretly I'm like, I want some. I want that taco. I don't know. Maybe you offer her some right off the bat. Like, hey, do you want to buy? Or or when you are almost finished, be like, hey, I'm feeling kind of full. You want this? And she'll probably be like, no, I'm full, too. I already ate. So I don't know. Maybe there's another option for you. This is all good. I'm going to apply it this weekend. I'll report back next week. This is all great stuff. This is good relationship advice this morning. That or just get her a wrap. I'll do that from time to time. But if I go to Subway and I'm getting again, because she's same thing with my Subway sandwich. She'll come over ha, ha, and it's and she's got a tiny little mouth, but in my mind she's taking a huge bite. Uh, so if I'm getting like a sandwich or something, there are times where I'll get an, an extra six inch sandwich, knowing that she'll want a bite, and she'll come home. She's like, oh, that looks good. I'm like, well, I got you one. It's in the fridge. And then when she doesn't finish, I'll go in and finish. There I do you that. go. So it's like two for the price of one. Yeah. There you go. I can do, the, do that more often. <laughs> uh, coming up here in 15 minutes, tickets for you to go see Kevin Hart. Those are yours with that early edition of Heads Up. And then keep this in the back of your mind. Nine o'clock hour. This is so big. Your chance to go see Adele. Weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two. You get two nights. And tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. That happens at 920. And up next is what's trending. What do you got for us? All right, Mariah. She wants to make it legal. The loss of a music legend. And say goodbye to Sierra Mist. We'll tell you why. Coming up next in the um, in what's trending. Mercedes in the morning, and we have Heads Up coming up here in just about five minutes when you win it. Those tickets to go see Kevin Hart are yours. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Mariah Carey is trending this morning. She's reportedly seeking primary custody of her twins with Nick Cannon, Moroccan and Monroe. They're 11 years old now. A source says that she wants to put him on notice that he can't just you know, flit in and out of their lives while he attends to his other kids. And she wants legal standing as the twins primary caregiver. The kids are already with Mariah most of the time. So not a lot is going to change other than just the legal status of it all. He has a lot of kids. He does. Oh my gosh. He's he like does. 11. Um, I, I understand, you know, that she wants to send a message, but I hope this isn't just like a, I'm mad that you're having other kids with people. So here, this is what I'm doing. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And using the kids as, I don't know, kind of as, as I don't know, leverage yeah, in the relationship. Yeah. And it just hurts the kids. That's That gives me a nick. That's gross. Um, all, <laughs> but it could be something different. We don't mm-hmm. know. Um, also trending this morning is Jeff Beck, uh, the guitar god. He passed away on Tuesday after contracting bacterial meningitis. He was 78 years old. He is a two-time member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a member of the Yardbirds and as a solo artist. He he also won seven Grammys. Uh, are you familiar with Jeff Beck? You know, music? I know I know the name, and I know he's. Been, I just couldn't place any of the music of his. That's kind of how I was. Uh, but now that you, this is playing, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, I've yeah. heard this before. His career really took off when he succeeded Eric Clapton in the Yardbirds. That was in 1965, and during his career, they released the hits "Heart Full of Soul." I'm a man, shapes of things over, under, sideways, down. After leaving the band in 66, 
he formed the Jeff Beck group, which initially included Rod Stewart on vocals and Ronnie Wood on bass. And last year he released an album with Johnny Depp called 18 and played on two songs on Ozzy Osbourne's latest album, Patient Number 9. Yeah, it's just one of those names in the music industry. You know it. I know the name. And it's sad news to hear that, too. I yeah. just see yeah, I couldn't place what, he, what he's done. But now you rattle everything off. It, it all comes it back to me It all kind of rings yeah. a bell, yeah. Um, and then finally this morning, Starry is trending. S-T-A-R-R-Y. Pepsi has made the drink Sierra Mist for 23 years, ever since they introduced it to replace Slice in 1999. But now they are ditching it for a new lemon-lime soda. And this new one is called Starry. And a Pepsi rep says it has higher citrus flavors that are true to fruit and more aromatic than Sierra Mist. It's going to be available in both regular and free versions. Now, Starry is already rolling out to all grocery stores and convenience stores. So if you are a big fan of Sierra Mist, you definitely want to start buying up as many of the remaining uh, packs as you can right now. Pepsi's bailing on Sierra Mist because sales have been declining and it was... It was really never able to compete uh, against Sprite, which is made by Coca-Cola. They also wanted something new to appeal to the younger Gen Z customers. So Sierra missed out, starry in, and that is what's trending. Caller 20 right now. So our number is 702-364-9400. Your caller 20, you get to play heads up, and we got a great prize for you. We have tickets for you to see Kevin Hart. He's going to be at Resorts World on March 17th. Your tickets right now for caller 20. Just pick your category, pick your partner, and if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will be in the audience for Kevin Hart. Who wants to go? Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. What do you mean? They're calling it the skinny pen. And it's, there's a shortage now because this medication, which has been used to treat type 2 diabetes, is now being used as a method of weight loss. And I don't know if you've heard of it, but I'm talking about the drug Ozempic. Have you heard of Ozempic before? Now that you mentioned that the skinny pen and the diabetes, I have. Yeah. I have. Yes, yes, yes. So this is like the thing in Hollywood, allegedly, that celebrities are using the the drug Ozempic to lose a lot of weight. And a lot of these people in Hollywood don't really need to lose weight, but they're using it. And there's rumors about, I can tell you the rumors who's apparently using it, but I don't want to spread rumors. So Google it. But uh, I was reading this article yesterday about this influencer who I wasn't really familiar with. Her name's Remy Bader. And she says that she, she used to take Ozempic. Now she was actually prescribed Ozempic to treat her type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. So she's like, I took this before it was trendy, before it was cool. This was actually something that I was told to take to help me. And she was on a podcast the other day and um, she was talking about it. And just she said that the second she stopped taking it, not only did she gain the weight back, but she gained double the weight back. Oh, boy. Yeah. And she developed um, an eating disorder. She started binge eating. But this medication has become so popular, especially among the rich, because it's not cheap. Um, a lot of uh, if if you're using it off label, then I guess you're paying like upwards of fourteen hundred dollars a month. 
And it's not like you can there. Uh, this is the debate. And is anyone taking it? And have you seen just crazy results? Were you taking it because of type two diabetes or were you are, are you one of the people that's like, oh, I want to lose some weight? And this works and it works fast from what I understand. Apparently you can lose like in a month, like 20 pounds, just crazy. The weight just comes off. Um, but the, according to the FDA, the drug, it stimulates insulin production. It lowers your blood sugar and it helps to regulate your appetite. The, I interviewed a doctor about this a few months ago because I, I think you need a prescription for this. Yeah, yeah. you do. It, it, you can't just go. But that's why there's a shortage of it because. People are prescribing it for so many people. And that's what this doctor was doing. She was prescribing it on, she was like a national doctor, and she was prescribing it for the weight loss uh, side of things. And I asked her about side effects when it comes to weight loss, and they didn't have the studies complete yet about results from that. I'm like, oh, okay, that, that's a, a caution flag right there. If you're taking it for type 2 di- diabetes and you need it, and this is helping you, fantastic. But as far as you don't have diabetes and you're taking it just for weight loss, the long-term studies and side effects, they don't know what's going to happen. But like you just said, people that are using it, for the weight loss, losing their weight and then gaining it back double, that's a side effect. Well, that was that one person, mm-hmm. so I don't know how it is for everyone else, and that's why I'm curious, but they're saying that you, you have to take it for as long as you want to maintain. Once you stop losing the weight for maintenance, that's something that you have to do, and and uh, this influencer was saying that this drug should only be prescribed to people with diabetes, but because of our culture's obsession with get skinny skinny quick products it, it's it's just turning into a shortage for the people that actually need it and there's other there's other ones from what i understand um not just ozempic um wagovi i think is one these are semi-glutides and uh it's just it's interesting to see how people are like flocking to them i saw a tiktok um and the, it was a, a celebrity, and she was talking about um, how she lost a lot of weight recently. And she's like, you know, diet and exercise. And then someone stitched it, and then they said, "Anozempic." <laughs> <laughs> I, it's, it's it's a lot. A lot of people are are talking about this right now. What do you guys think? Is anyone has anyone tried it for just weight loss, or are you just on it? Because of diabetes, and did you lose a lot of weight? 702-364-9400. You can call us. You can text us. I know one of my aunts takes it. And the last time I saw her, she had lost a lot of weight. And even my mom, and we didn't, like, we didn't know at that time that Ozempic did that. Mm -hmm. And my mom goes, oh, my gosh, you've lost a lot of weight. She's like, I have? And uh, we were both like, you have? Yeah. I mean, you look fantastic. And she's like, oh, well, you know, my doctor put me on Ozempic for my diabetes and and I was like, oh, I, you know, I, I don't know if that had an effect. But now looking back, it's like, oh, OK, um, someone just uh, just texted us. It says my husband takes it for diabetes. However, um, he's lost 50 pounds in less than seven months and super skinny. Now, I personally like him a little thicker, but it's for his health. Uh, this one says my doctor gave me monthly samples. But it did not work for me to lose weight. I used it for four months. And then this one says, yes, I gained five pounds over the holidays since I stopped using it at the end of November. So that's that's the question. Like after you stop, like do you have to stay on it for the rest of your life. Well, they said that um, reminds me of Rogaine for hair loss and hair regrowth. And I've heard that if you take Rogaine, 
it, it does work, but as soon as you stop taking Rogaine, and I'm not sure if this is true or not, but I've heard this, once you stop taking Rogaine, whatever gains you got, poof, gone. you lose them. They're gone, yeah. It's like, oh, okay, then you got to take Rogaine for the rest of your life. And the same with this. If you lose that weight, you have to keep injecting this stuff, and then what are the long-term effects of taking this for your entire life if you want to keep that weight loss off? And then also gaining five pounds since you stopped using it in November. That is the holidays, though. Yeah, this yeah, is true. Don't be too hard yeah, on yourself it's on only that. five pounds. Um, let's talk to Haley. Uh, Haley, good morning. What do you think? Good morning. Um, I have not tried Ozempic, but one of my TikTok videos did go viral because I compared it to bariatric and ultimately chose bariatric surgery because of a lot of the factors that you've mentioned. Yeah, the the fact that we don't know really the long-term effects of staying on it for a long period of time, and also the, the, we're seeing so many people that say the second they go off it, then boom, they start mm-hmm. getting the weight again. Um, how are you doing after bariatric uh, surgery? I'm very successful. I'm a year and a half out. I've lost all the weight that I intended to, and I've maintained it the last few months. I'm really happy that I decided to get bariatric surgery instead. Um, it seems like a really drastic decision, but I was happy not to put any more chemicals into my body, which sounds weird compared to surgery, but... No, um, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's a personal decision, you know, and I'm glad to hear that you've had success with it. Congratulations. I'm sure that was not easy going through that, Haley. Is bariatric surgery the same as a gastric sleeve? Is that the same thing or is that different? Haley? Yes. Well, there's <laughs> different types of bariatric surgery, but I did get the bariatric sleeve, and that's where they remove 80% of your stomach. I have a buddy that just did that, and he's seeing amazing, amazing results. Uh, having some issues with adjusting his diet after that, but just the results in the past two months have just been life-changing for him. It's crazy to see the transformation. Wow. Haley, yes. congrats on your success. That's awesome for him. Uh, just really quick, I want to read a couple of these emails or messages. Uh, this one says, I took Ozempic for my pre-diabetes about two months ago, and I was so nauseous that I could only eat salting crackers and diet seven up. I lost three pounds in two months. It was awful. And then this one says, I've been on Ozempic for at least two years and never experienced weight loss. Currently, I'm out of my medicine and I can't get it because it's on back order. Oh. Yeah. This is... Uh, People that really need it can't get it. That's bad news. Yeah, that is really bad news. So just... Uh, the latest trends and keep in mind again people they're they're trends mm-hmm. <laughs> doesn't mean that they're gonna be long lasting uh, hot three is up next what do you have for okay, us okay we're gonna talk about that faa uh grounding yesterday what caused all those flights to be delayed or canceled it's kind of interesting we'll tell you about that also what are your thoughts on extreme sports and activities are you involved in any of them and what portion of our population absolutely detest them. I'm sure you can probably guess. And then finally, we're going to talk about the worst kiss ever. A woman kissed a guy that she went out on a date with and she had to go to the hospital. Wait until you hear what happened. It's coming up next in the Hot 3. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here we go. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. A computer glitch at the Federal Aviation Administration delayed airline traffic across much of the nation early yesterday. And the FAA instituted a nationwide pause on departures known as a ground stop for about 90 minutes. But that order was lifted by 6 a.m. our time. Um, They said that more than 100 or 10,000 flights within, into or out of the U.S. were delayed and more than 1,300 flights in in the country were canceled. They're saying based on their preliminary findings, they traced the root cause of the outage to a damaged database file. Um, They're saying that they're still looking into it to see what exactly happened, and it does not appear to be some sort of cyber attack. There were stories of that being an issue, and and as of right now, they're saying no, it was uh, was just that. I envision now when I heard like a corrupt file, there's one person, like one employee that downloaded something on the the work computer, like, oh, what's this file? Let me click on it. Uh Oh, Oh, no. Why is my computer (laughs) locked up? Oh, no. Ground the flights. Ground the flights. Stop them all. Someone didn't uh, do their phishing email uh, training seminar. Oh, my gosh. Um, also this morning, are you a fan of extreme sports? Like, do you, when the X games are on, do you like to watch that kind of stuff? I mean, I might stop on it. Um, I don't, I don't set out to watch it. I think the stuff they do is really cool. Some of the skiing and snowboarding stuff is just incredible. Um, am I doing that stuff myself? No, but if it's on, I I might pop it on or something in the background. What about just, and and you just said you don't do the stuff yourself, but like, um, Activities like uh, riding a roller coaster. I don't like oh, it. No, no, you skiing. I love. I I no. I don't love roller coasters, but I I will ride them. Um, but like Guardians of the Galaxy, that's my favorite ride. And some people would say that's kind of an extreme ride. I love that ride. And you got me to go on, and I love to do. I love to do. It's so fun. Anyway, wait, skiing. So skiing, I enjoy like going up on the left and going straight down the hill. I'm not hot dogging or anything. Do you like skiing? Um, I. I only have skied twice in my life, and then I switched to snowboarding when I got older, and I did like it, but I wasn't very good. Like, like you know, I wasn't, like, shredding or anything like that, but I could keep my balance going down the hill to turn a little bit, turn a little bit. I was mostly just trying to stay up on the board. That's an accomplishment. If you go from skiing, because I tried snowboarding once, and it was awful for me. If you go from skiing to snowboarding, you can make it down the hill without falling over. I didn't That's... say that. I didn't say I didn't make it without falling over. Who's that I said I just tried. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, wh- there's a new survey out on extreme sports and activities, and 26% of Americans are into them, whether it's common stuff like riding a roller coaster and skiing or less common stuff like paragliding. Um, extreme activities mostly appeal, though, to the younger adrenaline junkies. 14% of millennials, 11% of Gen Zers love extreme sports, but when seniors 65 and older were asked... That number 
dropped to zero percent. Zero percent of senior <laughs> citizens love extreme sports and activities. Um, they asked people about 30 extreme activities, and the most popular one was riding roller coasters. 58% of Americans have done it. Other common ones are motorcycling, skateboarding, off-roading, rock climbing. The ones that most people have not done but really want to are hot air ballooning. Do you want to go in a hot air balloon? I, it's neat. I think it's. I think they're beautiful, but there's something about being at the mercy of the wind scares me. Or it doesn't scare me. I, it doesn't make me happy. How do you steer a hot air balloon? With the air? I don't... You know, I, what if a rogue wind comes in, all of a sudden... <gasps> Like, why are you blowing me to those power lines? I don't want to go that way. I think that, like, that's you, you got to be very aware of your upcoming forecast before you take it up. <laughs> um, but hot air ballooning's on there, zip lining, scuba diving, and the ones that people most people do not want to try are cliff jumping, ice climbing, and shark diving. I saw this video yesterday. I would have been so angry if this would have happened to me. So, this, this woman was um, all set ready to do a zip line. And I, it looked like she was in another country, maybe in a jungle of some sort. And the zip line was across this just gigantic canyon. Okay. So she's up there. She's holding all excited to zip line. And no one told her, but it actually wasn't a zip line. It was a bungee jump. No. So it, it, they're like, you ready? She's like, yeah. One, two, three, go. And she just falls straight down. And she starts screaming. Ah! Like, my heart is hurting as you're telling me this story. This poor woman must have been so traumatized. And all of her family or whoever was there all... <laughs> I was just like, what? I would have never spoken to them ever again. She was all ready for a zip line, and then she falls straight down. And then, you know, she's bouncing around like, what <laughs> just happened? Back up? What just happened? Oh, I would I would die. I, it, it, I would it, absolutely die. It was traumatizing to watch. I can't imagine actually living it. Um, finally, this morning, speaking of traumatizing, anyone have a worst first kiss story than this? A Turkish model posted shots online after she made out with a guy for the first time and he bit the tip of her tongue off. It's hard to tell if it was like a clean bite or if it was, no, I don't, it's gross. I don't know. It, or if it was still kind of partially attached. But anyway, she went to a hospital in Istanbul to have them sew it back together. She posted a video online. She says she had known the guy for about a month. It was the first time they locked lips. Not clear if she plans to give him another shot or not. She says she's still not even sure how it happened. Her, her best guess is that he just does not know how to kiss. Luckily, doctors stitched her back up and she is okay now. Do you remember your first like real passionate kiss? Yes, I do. I do. It was, it was gross. It was so gross. I just... Uh, high school, out of high school. It was in high school, and Paul Plumley was his name. <laughs> and He sounds like a first kiss. It, it, and it was just in a really, like... Like, I look back now, and it was a really... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It was shady how he finagled that. It was like a shady situation. And I look back, I'm like, ew. You were you were gross. Like I can't believe I fell for that. But yeah, he was. We were in his car, and he had his driver's license. I I think I had my permit. I don't remember for sure. And he's like, "Do you want to drive my car?" And I was like, "Ooh, that'd be cool." And he's like, "Well, first you have to give me a kiss." And I'm like, "Uh." 
And idiot me was like, okay. <laughs> but then he, I just thought it was just like, Mwah. but then he went like all in. And I was Ew. like, Ew. it was so gross. And I, he was disgusting. I, like, don't do that. So gross. Oh, it's nasty. Yeah. What about you? Danielle was her name. Jersey Shore. We're down there for senior week. So just graduated high school and we're down there. We had a, a state at the Jersey Shore. I mean, my buddies, we had a house, just a week long party. And that was the first week I got, ever got drunk. Uh, first week that I met out with a girl. She went to high school with us. And uh, yeah, we're just sitting on a couch and, um, you know, just the, uh, the energy just took over and we made out and that was it. That was it. You didn't pull any like, uh, hey, do you want to go to the shore? You can if you give me a kiss <laughs> or anything like that. Nothing like that. We just, you know, we just, uh, it was just nice little make out session. Not a quid pro quo. quo <laughs> no. for... I think the next night she was making out with my buddy Jeff. I'm like, oh, oh our man. relationship lasted so short. It was such a short relationship. <laughs> there goes that. <laughs> Here in the seven o'clock hour, we'll be live on our 7 a.m. social club on YouTube and Facebook for the entire hour. We, we watch it during commercials. We interact. It, it's a little, like, little fun little club we have going on that starts in three minutes. It is straight up 7 o'clock, and that means our 7 a.m. social is happening right now. Join us online if you are near your computer or your phone. We are live streaming everything on Facebook and on our YouTube channel. You can see what's happening during the show. You can see what's happening during the commercials. We live stream all of it, and it's happening right now. So, Steph, your best friend is get it got just got engaged have they set a date for their wedding yet she just set a date for her wedding and it's going to be next year it's going to be on star wars day may 4th it's going to be so cool may the 4th is she going to do a star wars theme wedding i told her she needs to get like a baby yoda walking down the oh, aisle i have a motorized one no that, way. that you can um use with remote control um and like someone could sit there and it could literally go down. I will let you guys borrow it. You can borrow. Give me the ring bearer. Give me the ring bearer going down the aisle. Hold because the ring. I like to mess around with my little Yoda. I'll just like I'll, I'll get it out and I'll just sit on the couch and no one will know I have the remote. And it'll like come out into the kitchen. And everyone's like, "What the? Oh, this it's is so awesome. cute. It's so cute." And with all of the wedding stuff that she's doing, she's telling me all the planning and stuff. And I kind of feel for her because uh, we're very much the same. In a sense where we love to be um, perfectionists, but also at the same time, we don't want to be kind of controlling and take a step back. So I'm asking her how the, the wedding planning process is going. And I asked her this one thing, and I want to see if you guys are on the same page as me. Who do you think has the most important job at a wedding from two people who have already been married? Maid of honor. Maid of honor. That's what I think. JC, what do you think? Uh, well, it's it's whoever is giving a speech. Maid of honor, best man. Whoever has to give a speech or you ask to give a speech during the wedding, there's a lot of pressure on that. And some people take it seriously. Some people get wasted when they do it. Whoever's giving a speech has the most pressure at a wedding. Okay. What, what do you think? So I actually said, and I have never been a part of a bridal party or anything. I don't have a reception yet. In my opinion, I think the most important job is the DJ. The DJ. Oh, yeah. The oh, DJ. Yeah. 
And it was, she she's also in radio. So I said, hey, how are you going to pick the DJ? Because her wedding is in Sacramento and she lives in Baltimore. She has no really connections from people in Sacramento. I'm like, you really have to find a person that's going to DJ your wedding, have the best music, have the right vibes. I know she's going to want to get on the mic and talk. So there's a lot of things that go into this that I really think that out of everyone, you really need to plan that DJ and get with them beforehand and vibe them out. Um, that's a really good point. Yeah, you th- they really set the tone for the reception and the after party and you gotta you gotta set some ground rules with them too you gotta make sure that they know your vibe and that they don't try to make it like all ymca and chicken dance (laughs) kind of thing like i i had that conversation with our djs and they were a husband wife duo and they were fantastic and i really liked them a lot um and this granted this is a long time ago but um i remember saying specifically i don't want to do any like crazy chicken dances like none of that um and then looking back they did have us do YMCA with props with props <laughs> what and at the time it was fun but I look back now I'm like oh my gosh JC I have video of you I know was I was I the uh, was I the Indian was I yes, the cop you were. why do I go for the headdress <laughs> you were I mean I was doing I mean, YMCA I was doing the dance and the we DM. can get you canceled JC <laughs> we're not gonna do that oh though. my gosh <laughs> we're not gonna I mean, do that wait do you have video of it yeah, yeah but we're not posting no, it no no can you send it to me because you have, you have there's the, in the Y in the village people there's the cop there's a the construction worker there's the leather man there is the uh, the, the leather man yeah he just what was le- his job he just wears leather I th- I th- was he a, like the motorcycle guy he was just a leather man <laughs> I didn't realize out of it. all those outfits I'm like headdress give it to me and I'm dancing around oh my gosh it was I fun know, it was it a special was so bad. was I... it open bar Mercedes yes, yes. unfortunately that is why the was... uh, YMCA costume came out a problem um... <laughs> I was drinking beer back then my gut's all full yeah. Oh, you moron. Your, your suit was like 10 sizes too big. <laughs> I didn't own a suit. Was so big on him. I remember that. There's a walk. like, who's the idiot with the oversized suit and headdress dancing right now? It was cute, though. It was the style. It fit the you time. Know? It was the year it 2000. The you know, we're in a new millennium. It was like fantastic. It's the dawn uh, of a new era. Um, Steph, is she, has she asked you to be in her wedding? So she hasn't, but she has. Oh, okay. okay. So you are going to be in it. Yes. Okay, good. She wants me to be matron of honor. <gasps> no. Wow. I That's know. a big responsibility. I am nervous because ex- I've never even been in a bridal party, yet I'm getting one of the biggest responsibilities. But Next I, to the DJ. Next to- <laughs> <laughs> but I am the second most important role at this job. No, I, I'm excited for her. Um, and I know and I feel for her because she's not with family. She has no family in Baltimore. I don't really have family in Vegas. So I'm like trying to help her get through this process. And it, I mean, she literally just got engaged last month. So I'm like, hey, take it easy. I'm glad you got your venue. I'm glad you have your date. But hey, let's kind of take our time and not pressure ourselves to feel like you have to get things done right away. Yeah. And she's got it sounds like she's got some time, which is nice. Um, Not to like, I just want to warn you, it gets expensive being a maid of honor or just a a bridesmaid in general. It gets expensive. So start saving your money. (laughs) And we also, James is going to be one of the best men for his best friend's wedding January of next year. Oh. So pray for both of us. Man. Yeah. I forgot about that too. I was the best man in one wedding. And it is. We all went out to dinner, and like everything falls back to you. Like you get the check, and everyone's supposed to chip in. And you're the one collecting money from people. And if there's a discrepancy, you have to cover the difference. Yeah, and all that. Oh, Locking hotel. Yes. Tell her you're busy. Credit card. <laughs> 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 Can't make.
I'm going to Star Wars Day with Mercedes. I can't do it. What a bad day to pick. Oh. Coming up here in the dirt, we have Golden Globes backlash. Details here in about 10 minutes. It's time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. Golden Globes host Jared Carmichael had some good material, but he had a few jokes that did not stick. I know, I know you were in and out. Did you see him as a host? And if so, how was he hosting the Globes? Um, I did see some of him, and I, I don't know. I was just kind of like, meh, meh. I thought he was fine. Just nothing, nothing stand out. Did you hear this one? It was, it was, it was awkward silence uh, after he did this joke that just, it's, it's a bad one. He says, so we're here live from the hotel that killed Whitney Houston, the Beverly Hilton. Now, if you didn't know, Whitney Houston was 48 at the time, 48. She accidentally drowned in a bathtub at the hotel. It was later revealed that heart disease and cocaine played a role in the singer's death. Now, not surprisingly, Whitney's loved ones did not appreciate that joke. Her sister-in-law, Pat Houston, who is also the executor of her estate, said the Whitney Houston estate is disappointed in the joke and felt it was in poor taste. Yeah, like, what's really funny about that? Mm-hmm. Why would you laugh? That's not funny. By the way, the 80th annual Golden Globes brought in 6.3 million viewers. That is a new low for the show. I just think the days of the award show are really coming to an end. Mm-hmm. We just, especially the ones where it's like actors and actresses, because don't get me wrong, I think what they do is really difficult and they their accolades, but I, I think to assume that we want to see them get their awards is just pretty presumptuous uh music ones are different for me personally just because i do like some of the performances and i like to watch them but you know the actors they're not doing acting for you on the stage doing skits yeah yeah, you know so i think that those kind of award shows i just don't have as much interest in them as i used to i am right there with you i didn't i didn't catch any of the golden globes i enjoyed your recap that you did on the show on on wednesday but um yeah i'm just i'm over them i'm like when I knew they were coming up, I remember you go back 20 years ago, like, oh, cool, get to see celebrities, you know, speaking. But now with social media and everything else, we have access and see celebrities all the time. It's just I'm, I'm over the whole thing. But I th- maybe you're onto something. At the Oscars, maybe whoever's nominated has to get up. You know, if, if you're nominated for Grammy, there's a lot of people who perform there at the Grammys. At the Oscars, if you're nominated, you have to perform the scene from your movie. Oh, yeah. You have to act for us. Yes. We yes. Want to do. And now a live performance from Tom Hanks. And he just comes out there and like, uh, my mama said, last like box chocolates. Yes. <laughs> yes. The new Top Gun yeah, too. Tom, here go. is Tom Cruise acting out the scene. We're I like, feel oh. the need. The need for speed. Yes. <laughs> We're like, okay. This is good. So Taylor Swift, she, she broke a lot of records last year after dropping her 10th studio album, Midnight's. She did that back in October. But uh, Taylor sold the most overall albums in 2022. She sold 2.9 million albums. This is across her entire catalog. The runner-up was Harry Styles, who sold just over a million albums. So that means that Taylor Swift nearly tripled Harry for the number one spot. She just completely destroyed all the records. <laughs> she's doing so great. Yeah, she's on fire, that girl. Prince Harry's memoir, Spare, sold a record 1.3 million copies in its first day. Now, I, I didn't realize this. The, the number one sold memoir of all time is from Matthew McConaughey, and he sold 5 million copies. Oh, wow. I didn't even realize he had a memoir. Yeah, yeah. Laura did the um, the audiobook, and he reads it, too. So she would be like, we'd be on a road trip and be listening to his book. It's, it's a... It's a good listen, so I'm sure it's a good read. But I, I, I think maybe Prince Harry, with 1.43 million in his first day, might beat that 5 million mark. Yeah, it sounds like he's on his way to doing that. So BuzzFeed recently asked their readers if there's a well-liked celebrity 
um, that they personally just can't stand. So I want to flip the script here. Okay. I'm going to read what BuzzFeed has down and what they said about it. And then Mercedes will turn to you and Steph as well to give me something positive about the person. Oh, I like the take. I like the take. So for Chris Pratt, they say once he got into the action star roles, something was missing. It seems like he got a huge ego. Um, so something nice about Chris Pratt, I think his, um, role as Star-Lord in Guardians of the Galaxy, I think he plays it really well. That's, That's what good. I have to say. Okay. <laughs> Steph, here's yours. Reese Witherspoon. The, uh, someone writes, I don't know why exactly, but I just got these vibes from her that tell me she's probably not a very nice person. Something about her just doesn't sit right with me. With Reese Witherspoon, I saw her do an interview, and she just seemed so genuine, and she was funny, and she even asked for other people's opinions, so I think that she's very in tune to other people's emotions. Mercedes, Liam Hemsworth. I'd hate to be stuck in a car with him for a long trip. He's brothers with Chris Hemsworth, so you get to hang out with Chris, maybe, if you see Liam. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Steph, uh, Ryan Reynolds, they write, there's just something about him that feels disingenuous. Ryan Reynolds, disingenuous. We don't really know the guy, but from what I see, he seems like a sweet man. Why are we judging people we don't know? Uh, That's what we do. (laughs) (laughs) We're humans. (laughs) Mercedes is going to end with you, and they have down Drake. And they say he comes across as a whiny, crybaby man-child, yet everyone still goes wild for his music. It's baffling to me. Something good about Drake. So many good things about Drake. Uh, He is... Uh, he, he made a viral dance. Um, he is not the, he's a meme. I mean, when you're a meme, that's pretty big. <laughs> and he, uh, I can't, I, I don't know. Help me out, Steph. Give uh, me another good thing about Drake. He has more hits than the Beatles. Yeah, that, we learned that. That's a good point. There that's a go, great Steph. positive. Thank that, you. That's a huge positive. Next hour, 825, tickets for you to go see the Chicks. Those are yours when you win Heads Up. Early so who is this mystery celebrity is there a is there a celebrity that you find attractive but most people do not i mean obviously it's all relative and we all have different tastes and there's not one standard for uh, what you should be attracted to but it's always interesting to hear when people say you know i think this person's cute and you're like what Definitely not my type. What is it for you? 702-364-9400. I was out at the uh, the barn where Laura rides horses over the weekend, and I was talking to, there was a group of us, a bunch of girls, talking about Yellowstone and the show and everything, and the conversation came up. It, a couple months ago, I interviewed Rip Cole Hauser from the show. I did an interview with him, and that came up, and I was like, yeah, Rip's a really cool dude, and it was a fun interview. And one of the girls, who's 26, goes, she goes, mm, only if it was Sam Elliott. I'm like, What? She's like, yeah, Sam Elliott. She's like, she's got a thing for Sam Elliott. Eight, have you seen 1883, the, the, the Yellowstone no. spinoff series? It's a prequel. She goes to 1883 Sam Elliott. That, she's 26, and that's Sam Elliott from 1883. That's what does it for her. I think that you have to take into account the voice, though, and, and maybe he's older, but he's older and wiser. I see that. I, I see the attraction there. I think that. You've got the whole package with the Sam Elliott. And yeah, I, I don't know how old he is, but uh, I'm guessing they're in two totally different generations. Um, so, but I can actually see that one. And if you don't know Sam Elliott, we're talking about this is his voice. Beef stroganoff, beef bourguignon, Irish beef stew, 
beef brisket, Chateaubriand, sauerbraten, roast beef, Catalonian beef ragu, the voice. Mongolian beef, There's something chicken fried very steak, attractive steak about Diane, that. Do you have someone? Okay, we're good. <laughs> Goes on for two more minutes, <laughs> like, by the way. We, Who knew there was that many cuts of beef? Um, is, is there someone for you that it, it, it's your odd attraction? It's like it, not the conventional heartthrob that people are attracted to, but for you, yes, you are attracted to them. Do you have one? I do, but I don't want to say mine right now. <laughs> Why don't you want to say it? Because I I fear judgment. There no. There, I'll, I I'll fear give you judgment. Mine. I'll give you okay, mine. But there's no What's judgment. Yours? What's yours? Jane Fonda. She is smoking hot. She is smoking hot. She is, and she's awesome too. I saw an interview with her. She's got that show Grace and Frankie with Lily Tomlin, who's awesome as well. But I'm, I'm watching this interview with Jane Fonda, and she is a smoke show. She's in. I think she's early 80s. She looks fantastic. She's funny. Uh, you know, she she fights for good causes and stuff. And I'm like, wow, I never really paid that much attention to Jane Fonda until now, which is in her 80s. And I'll tell you what, she is. Uh, she's the total package. She is. I, I can see that one. Yeah, she's. And, and again, full package, like you said, she's hilarious. She's so witty. Mm-hmm. And, and then just looking at her, obviously, she's got the looks. She's in that new 80 for Brady movie. Have yeah, you seen yeah, that? yeah. I've been, I know she's in it. Yeah. Yeah. So she's in that one. Uh. Let's talk to Angelica. Wow, we'll come back to you. <laughs> Angelica, good morning. Who is your uh, unconventional crush? Yeah, so it's actually Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. Um, everyone had crushes on, you know, like JC or Justin, and I was like, no, I like the braids. Oh, yeah, back when know. he had the braids. And, and he just seems like really nice. You know what I mean? Like right. just, Justin and JC kind of had their moments where you're like, ooh, if you catch them on a bad day, they might be kind of rude. But Chris <laughs> always yeah, he seems nice. like normal. Yes, I totally get that one. <laughs> um, we're getting some text here. Thanks for calling, Angelica. Jeff Goldblum says, oh, yeah. I don't know why, but something is so attractive about him. Totally see that. Uh, Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Uh, this one says, I love me some ice cube. I mean, obviously, yeah, that one for sure. Mark Ruffalo. Um, Jason Siegel, I can totally see that. Alan Rickman, who's that? Alan Rickman. I'm gonna Google this dude. Alan, I've I've heard oh, the name I know, before. I know it is Harry Potter, right? Oh, that's Snape. Oh my gosh, yes, of course, absolutely. I didn't realize that was his name. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. So that's it, is it? So come on, who is it for you? Okay, there's no judgment. There's gonna be judgment. Is, are we gonna laugh? Yes. If you're driving, pull over. You're on the 215, put your blinker on and pull over to the side of the road right now. Steph, you ready for this? I've been waiting. been waiting. Lightning McQueen. That's a car? That's a car, right? I'm trying not to laugh. I'm being very respectful. Wait a second. But I have a lot of questions. I think Lightning McQueen is really attractive. Hold on. Is it a personality thing or... Like, Wait, the car for the movie, from the movie Cars. Cars, the, the main guy. There's just something attractive about Lightning McQueen. What you think about Owen Wilson voices him? So is it Owen Wilson or is it Lightning McQueen? It's it's Lightning McQueen. He's a kind. He's kind. I do like his voice, so I guess there's a chalk a, a point for Owen Wilson. But he's kind and he is funny, and he's a good friend. I like Lightning McQueen. 
Is it his windshield wipers? Is it the way he blinks when he uses his headlights? Like, what is it? His smile, everything. It does have a nice smile. There's grill his grill of the car. His eyes. He's got eyes. blue eyes. Um, is this why you go to Disneyland all the time? And goes on the Cars Land ride. Yeah, she was missing for like three hours. She was on the Cars ride. That's so true. <laughs> Landing McQueen, baby. <laughs> is there a Halloween outfit? Is that, is that why Matt dresses up as Lightning McQueen for Halloween? What do you want to be for Halloween? I told you you would judge me. <laughs> no, I told you. We're just, we're just trying to wrap our head around this whole thing. Exactly. We're trying to understand. Is it weird that I have a crush on the car? He's just so funny. What I about love uh, Lightning McQueen? Uh, McSkeeter? What's the tow truck called? Oh, uh, uh, Mater? Mater. Does Mater do anything for you? No, but he's a good friend also. I like Mater. He's a nice guy. Uh, he's Doc, funny. Doc Hudson? Uh, no. <laughs> Jackson Storm? No. It's only Lightning McQueen. He's my guy. I'm sure you're not alone. I think I am alone. I, I, I would love to hear from the other people. Who, who think Lightning McQueen is hot? Um, just got a text. This one said, "Yeah, there's one." <laughs> this one, this text says, "Totally judging." I knew it. I knew it. It's fine. Judge me all you want. Um, oh, someone said Mercedes. Yours is Stanley Tucci. Yes, I him too. I love him. He's awesome. What if Stanley Tucci did the voice of Lightning McQueen? Well, I like the Owen Wilson That's the vibe. aspect. Okay. So I guess I would throw Owen Wilson in there, too. But, yeah. For me, you know, for normal people, it's like humans like Jane Fonda mm-hmm. and uh, Sam Elliott. But for me, it's a car. A cartoon car. That says ka-chow. <laughs> Is that his catchphrase? <laughs> ka-chow. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh. well, line of the day is I done. I'm happy. I didn't think that I would leave you guys speechless on that one. I really didn't. learned a lot about you today, Mercedes. Oh. That's so funny. All right, Hot 3 is coming up next. What do you got for us there, Mercedes McQueen? What are the best places to work in the U.S.? A new study came out, and there are some great um, companies that maybe you should try to get in on. They say they're amazing. We'll talk about that. Also, what would you choose? More energy or more sleep or more relations? We're going to talk about some new poll. And over half of adults say that adults are dealing with FOSI. What's FOSI? It's coming up next in the Hot 3. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. Well, some breaking news. Uh, just about 10 minutes ago, uh, Derek Carr from or formerly from the Las Vegas Raiders made a post saying goodbye to Raider Nation. Uh, I Okay, so I know they took him out for the last two games of the season. Um, I didn't realize that was it for him. Did 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 he was that the plan or was it like hey we want to bench him? I'm I I didn't understand what that was about. I heard something about his contract where um, if he doesn't get injured or if he has to if he gets injured he'll have to get paid a certain amount of money. So I thought it was all about that and less about not keeping him. So he writes a statement. I'm just going to read part of it. Um, It's pretty long. You can check it out on his social media. It says Raider Nation. It breaks my heart. I didn't get an opportunity to say goodbye in person. We certainly have been on a roller coaster in our nine years together. From the bottom of my heart, I'm so grateful and appreciative of the years of support you gave to my family and me. Um, He says it's especially hard to say goodbye because I can honestly say that I gave you everything I had every single day. He wrapped things up saying I once said that if I'm not a Raider I would rather be at home and I meant that but I never envisioned it ending this way that fire burning inside of me to win a championship still rages a fire no man can extinguish only God so I look forward to a new city and a new team no matter the circumstance will get everything I have winning a championship is what I've always wanted and what I will continue to work towards so that's it I guess, yeah, because I heard either he's going to be released or traded, and there's there were stories after he got benched that you know that's going to be one of the biggest off season stories. Is what happens to Derek Carr? Where's he going to go? Is they going to trade him? They going to release him? But obviously, either they release him or they say, hey, just you know, you're, it's official. We're going to trade you, and that's going to happen in the next couple weeks. And gave him the notice about it. And if they do trade him, where, where's he going? What team's going to pick him up? I'm sure. I mean, there's sure a lot of teams that want him. That'll be interesting where he goes, and will that team that he goes to next year come back and play the Raiders? I I I knew that you know that. Contracts were still being negotiated, decisions made, but for him to say goodbye before an official announcement or deal has been made, is that is that the norm? Or I don't know a lot about football trades, so I'm just trying to wrap my brain around this. Is that how Mark Andre Fleury went out? Did he didn't he go out in a certain way? Did he tell us first, or there, he found it on social media? No, he found out on social, social media, media. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, that that was kind of messed up. <laughs> That was very yeah. messed up. I'm still a little bitter about that one, <laughs> but um, yeah. So I guess that that is that from uh, for for Raider Nation. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Did he get? Did he not live up to his huge contract, or did he get the blame for a lot of things that were out of his control? I'm curious as to what everyone thinks. It was a bad season, but I mean, and at the end of the day, they lost the games, but yeah. some of those games were so close, and that doesn't fall on just him, your defense, your coaching. I think it's a it's a whole thing, but when you're the head of the team, the lead guy on the team, the heat's going to come down on you. Yeah, I I guess. Uh, also this morning, most of us have to work, and we all dream of having a job at a place that we really love. And for some lucky people, that dream is already a reality. A new report tells which employees Employers are most loved by their staff. It was done by Glassdoor. It's their list of best places to work in 2023, and it's based solely on anonymous reviews from employees. They asked um, 
workers to rate their employer based on the CEO, workplace diversity, work-life balance, compensation, other metrics like that. And it's it's divided into a couple of categories. There's a best place to work, which has large companies, and then the the best small and medium companies to work for. So here are your top three for the best places to work. Number three is a company called Bain and Company. Maybe we can Google these and see what Bain and Company is. Is it from Batman, Bain Industries? Uh, Isn't he a bad guy in Batman? I don't, I think it's Wayne Industries. No, was there a Bane? A Bane was a, a villain. Yeah, Bane that, was yeah, a villain, yeah. but I don't think he, he had didn't have his own company. His own company. <laughs> I'm with Bane Industries. Yeah, it looks like Bane and Company. Um, oh, they are an aviation company. Okay. Um, number two is Box. So is that like what I use for my secure file sharing and storage and collaboration? That's I, I guess that's what that one is. And number one is a company. This is the best company to work for in the country. It's called Gainsight. Gainsight is number one. It says that they are uh, customer support or success and product experience software is what they do. Um, on the smaller companies at number one is Goodwin Recruiting, Telemind, and J.J. Taylor. All right, finally this morning, you know about FOMO, the fear of missing out, but now there's a new affliction affecting our decision-making, and it's called FOSSI, or the fear of saying yes. According to a new survey, more than half of adults deal with FOSSI, when they've decided against doing something that they actually want to do. So 37% of people say they've been afraid to say yes to things due to financial concerns. And another 37% are afraid to do things due to a lack of confidence. It might sound like this is the opposite of FOMO, but it really isn't. The opposite of FOMO is being in control of your own happiness and decisions and not constantly worried that you're missing out on something. Fosse is is similar to FOMO because some of the people who say they were afraid to say yes believe that they missed out on making new friends or avoided asking someone out on the date. So it's like you it, it's very similar to FOMO. It's like when you hold yourself back from doing something for other reasons. So it sounds like a lot more regret over missing out. Did you I used to have Fosse when I was like single and going out every weekend and partying and stuff. If I didn't want to commit to something in case something and it's very selfish, but I didn't want to commit to something in case something better came up on the weekend. Like some friends were like, hey, we're doing dinner at eight o'clock on Saturday night. Oh. I, I say yes. What if this other thing pops up over the weekend? I was it was it was I was bad. I was like every weekend I'd be offered to do something I'm like, oh, I don't know, because something better might pop up. Do you still kind of do that in a different way now? Because I noticed that you don't like to make commitment to like trips and stuff uh-huh. and like and you you you've said this yourself that you'll you'll like book something last minute and you're like ah like oh, you know why didn't i do this earlier do you think that you do that kind of in a different way now i, you're, I think you're spot on yeah, yeah. just a, a trip back east was talking about it for for months and then we finally booked it and then when i did book it it's like okay we're flying back the 20th maybe you should go back to 21st or what do we go back to 19th yeah sit there and second guess it and you just, once you make that decision you got to commit to it but yeah i think so i'll, I'll lock in something and like oh no what if I should have done it differently? I think a lot of people do that. I mean, it's just second guessing yourself. That's what they, it, it, it's basically a fun way to say second guessing. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Eight o'clock hour, 825. This is really cool. The Chicks, they'll be at Zappos Theater. Those tickets go on sale tomorrow morning at 10 a.m., but we have yours at 825. Have you ever gotten really good relationship advice? Maybe it was from like your grandparents or your parents. Or maybe just another couple. I know a lot of times when couples get married, they'll ask people 
that are married? Like, what advice would you give someone just starting a relationship? Is there any advice that you've been given that you just will never forget? Someone, um, someone said something yesterday, and I never heard it before, but I was brilliant. This was, this is what they said: If you're not working on your marriage, you're working on your divorce. Isn't that good? That's good. If you're not working on your marriage, you're working on your divorce, meaning you always have to put something into it. And and if you're not, you're you're just working on splitting up because you're not putting anything into it. I just thought it was so simple, but so true. I thought it was uh, some great relationship advice. What's the best relationship advice that you've ever heard? Um, let us know. 702-364-9400. I'm not going to forget that one. I thought it was really good. And I've heard, you know, marriage is work, and I do believe that. You need, you need to work on your relationship and, and don't take your partner for granted. But you had that little twist to it. If you're not working on your marriage, you're working towards divorce. Is that how it goes? You're working on your divorce. Yeah, that kind yeah. of puts a different it puts a different light on that on, on that advice. Have you ever received really good advice, like something that you, you'll probably never forget? There's, this is, it's going to sound very silly. But it's something I stopped doing, and it goes back to probably 15 years ago, um, is um, I used to, Laura and I, if I had to fart or something, I would just do it. <laughs> and I was talking to a buddy of mine who's in a, in a, his marriage, so is married to the same lady, and we're talking about it, and he said to me, he said, you fart in front of Laura? I'm like, yeah. You don't? He goes, No. I want to keep, you know, something there. It's, she doesn't like that. She doesn't want to see that. That's not funny to her. That's disgusting. If you guys just started dating, would you do that? I'm like, no, I wouldn't. He's like, no. Yeah, it's going to slip out at times. But no, I, I, I don't. I don't flaunt that stuff. And ever since then, I'm like, you're right. That's not funny to her. It's kind of disgusting. Why, why do that to my wife? And ever since then, I stopped doing that in front of Laura. Again, very petty, small advice, but something that I'll never forget when I had that conversation with my buddy, my buddy Greg. I flipped it, and uh, I tried my best not to do it. I, I, I like that. Like, it's just, I know some people love that kind of, like, stuff, and they think it's so funny. But to me, and if, if it's an accident, that's totally yeah. different. I'm not going to be like, ah. But it, it, I remember my dad used to do that to my mom, and and, and then us, too. And it was just, I, I always thought, like, why is that so funny to you to see other people, like, be miserable like that? <laughs> it's not funny. It, it, there's something to the sexiness, the romance, like, mm, all right, honey, let's go upstairs and be intimate. That doesn't work. And so I just, I mean, I just, I just changed it and uh, try my best not to do it. Best marriage advice you've ever received, 702-364-364. 9,400. Hey, Lizzie, good morning. What is it for you? Good morning. So one person picks an even number and another person picks an odd number. And if you guys can't pick what to eat, what to do for date night, if it's an even day, it's even's turn. If it's an odd day, it's odd's turn. Oh, my gosh. This is a game changer. What? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So from now on, I'm going to say, like, Matt, you're the odds. I'm going to be the evens. Tonight, we're like, oh, go. what are we? Go- where are we going to go for dinner? What do we do? Well, it's January 12th. That's an even. You got to pick. Done. Oh, my there gosh. Go. That is brilliant, Lizzie. You just changed my life. Thank you for that. That's so good. How many people are going to start doing that now? What's your hack? Didn't you have a little hack about going back and forth on where to go for dinner? Yes. Yes. I'll, I'll do it to you. Okay. Like, um, guess what we're doing for dinner tonight? What? We're going to your favorite restaurant. We're going to Other Mama? Yes! Uh, no way! See, that's, I didn't know where we were going, but then he just he picked it, and he didn't even realize he picked it. See, that's a great trick, too. Yeah. That's really good. Just a mind trick. Uh, let's talk to Jamie. Jamie, good morning. What's your good marriage advice? 
And not tell your friends and family about all the little fights that you and your husband have, because over time, they don't forget those little things that adds up and adds up. And they don't ever forget it. Although you might forget it and move on, they don't. Yes, that's like that that line in the Justin Bieber song. My mama don't like you, and she likes everyone. It's because you told her everything, and she's not going to forget that stuff. I totally agree with you, Jamie. I never tell my mom if I have a fight with my with my husband I, because I don't want her to get mad at him. Like she has nothing to do with it. Yeah, you know. I, you know, I, we started. It's funny. I'm going to leave the person's name out, but we started uh, the show earlier talking about Laura and the sandwiches, and they made a comment to me about that being rude. I'm like, who are you to judge my relationship? <laughs> <laughs> Even though you said it yourself. Even though I said it. You know, oh. You're not a friend if you send me a text message and judge me on that. <laughs> Someone just wrote, uh, never stop dating your spouse because one day your kids will be gone and you won't know each other. Ooh. This uh, this one says, uh, the first date is as good as it gets. The rest is compromise. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a dad advice or something. This one says, uh, the secret to a long marriage is to find a way to fall in love over and over. Neither of you are the people you were five years ago and neither will be the same people in 10 years i like that and then tiffany says my dad always said close your mouth and open your ears and you'll learn so much more yeah that's good oh and then he breaks wind in front of you yeah i just i love that date thing yeah it's odds and evens that's great that was just so good i'm totally doing that lots happening between now and nine o'clock including those tickets for you to go see the chicks We'll do that at 825. Those are yours when you win heads up. And right before that, it's it's our new Thursday morning tradition. We're talking about judge your friends. We are going to be the judge. We're going to give you a scenario. And then we have to judge whether or not the person has done said scenario. The Chicks will be at Zappos Theater, and this is happening in May. The concert uh, was announced earlier this week. Tickets go on sale tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. We have your tickets, though, coming up in about five minutes with Heads Up. All right, it is time to be the judge. The court is in session. We are playing Judge Your Friends. You determine if the person is guilty or not guilty of doing said accusation we've got tons of cards i was actually just trying to shuffle all the cards that we've got here so um we're gonna go around and give each person a scenario there's two scenarios per card but we just pick one and go with that jc you went first last time so we're gonna switch on over and we're gonna move over to steph okay (laughs) okay let's see here judge your friends i'm gonna just pick a random card and oh gosh okay oh boy no (laughs) actually i don't know if i should (laughs) do it okay um all right the defendant stephanie (laughs) is accused of using fruit to smoke (laughs) (laughs) is the defendant guilty (laughs) or not guilty has the defendant ever used fruit t- to smoke? <laughs> Anyone got an apple? <laughs> All right, I I'll go first. Um, <clears throat> I you know I don't ask Steph what she does off hours. I, it's not my business, <laughs> so I don't know. But I do think that Steph, she is a very health conscious person, and she cares about what she puts in her body and um 
if she's going to have a piece of fruit, she's not going to waste it to use it as a pipe. (laughs) She's going to eat that piece of fruit. She's going to save it to nourish her body. So I am going to say she is not guilty on that one. Not guilty. Hmm. Do you mind saying when you graduated from high school? What year? I graduated from high school in 2009. Okay. I think anyone who's graduated that in 2009 and beyond is past the uh, the era of using uh, an apple to smoke marijuana. Uh, oh, I didn't even know that's what we were talking about. I, I thought it was tobacco. Oh, I was thinking weed. <laughs> I was thinking with your friends, you got some weed, but no one's got any way to smoke it, and someone's got an apple. Did? No, I did not. <laughs> you know I've a been lot around, about oh, it. Yeah. You know oh, a yeah. about it. I, I've, seen, I've seen it happen. I've been around a lot of people that have done it before back in, uh, back in the day. Um, so, but I, I think, though, the fact that you graduated in 2009, I think like you can go to like smoke shops and stuff and buy more things. We're more readily available um, from 2009 and, and, and to now. So I would say just because of that, she has never used any kind of fruit to smoke marijuana. All right. Two of the jurors are not saying guilty. not guilty, Steph. Please rise. Stephanie, you have been accused of using fruit to smoke. Wow. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? I have seen one of these before. I've seen a fruit. (laughs) I had no idea what was going on. I was like, what is this fruit and what are you doing with it? And I actually had to hide it for a friend. But I've never, ever used fruit as a pipe. Yay! Seen it before. But never used it. I was very confused at the holes and the stuff. Wait, what, your, wait your friend gave it, 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 was it an apple? And they gave it, and why don't you just throw it out? It's an apple. Get another apple. Why don't okay. you have to hide it? I don't know what was going on. I was a very confused, innocent child in high school, and they said, hey, can you hide this for me? I need to use it for later. Something like that. And I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll hide it for you. I, I, I hid it. And then I was like, do you want it back? It's over here. They're like, yeah. And it's I, rotting. And now I'm understanding the two. And I, I don't know. I was a very confused child when these apples and, and these fruits You ever see someone use a watermelon? That's very creative. A watermelon? A watermelon? <laughs> How do you even do that? Oh, wow, my God. JC must have been an engineer. Wow. Oh, you and LB, kids got creative. Okay. Wow. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's shuffle up and deal here. Um, I am next. Uh, we're playing Judge Your Friends, and we are determining whether or not... That was a funny one. That was a good one. That, that was just so random. Right? I, I was just like, what okay. was the second one? Like, I kind of don't want to say. Okay, it. I kind of feel like it's um politically incorrect. So okay. I'm gonna just okay. skip that one. Okay. Um. All right. <laughs> the defendant, myself, has been accused of being in the back seat of a cop car. Has the defendant ever been in the back seat? Of a cop car. Is she guilty or not guilty? JC, what do you think? Yes, you have. But not for not for, for something bad you did. Not like you got pulled over or having a party. But um, wasn't it like a fire once in your neighborhood or something? I feel like maybe the police were called to assist you with something. And they had you to take a seat. Like, have a seat, have a seat back here. And they put you in the back seat. 
It's not because you didn't, did anything bad. You're never in trouble like that. I know you had some parties and stuff, but never got busted by the cops in the backseat of the car. But I think they were there in your presence for something, and they said, have a seat back here. So technically, you were in the backseat of a cop car. Not because you were in trouble, but you were just, that was a convenient spot for you to be. JC says, guilty. 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 Okay. Steph, has the defendant, myself, ever been in the backseat of a cop car? I think that you have, and again, but not for reasons such as you were getting handcuffed or whatever, but because your friend is in law enforcement, and you thought it would be fun. Hey, you brought the cop car. Can I sit in it? And they're like, oh, this is what it feels like if I was... So I don't see you being in trouble and like having to go to the, the down to the station and stuff. It's just because your friend's in law enforcement. Maybe she said, yeah, go ahead, hop in the ride. And I'm, for that reason, saying guilty. 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 All right. We have two guilties in this scenario. Am I guilty or not guilty when it comes to... Being in the backseat of a cop car. And the answer is, I am guilty. (laughs) Wow. You both are kind of close. Kind of close. I remember we had a thing in high school where like a cop, it was like meet with a cop Uh and it was at the school and they brought their cop car and they told us about being in law enforcement and stuff. And they had the back. Uh, the the back door opened and you could sit in the back and see what it was like and I sat in the back and I was, there's like a little cage there or no was it glass plexiglass I can't remember but there's something there I'm like whoa this is what it's like in the back of a cop car and so that's what I did wow. guilty we got it right you got Steph. it right two for two two on for nice. two all right JC are you ready no but let's do it let's get on the hot seat I'm mixing up a little the nervous cards. all right okay. <laughs> it's your reaction oh, when you read them to yourself for the first time that gets me they're, scared. They're both good. That's the thing. I'm like, mm, which one do we want to go with? Okay. Um, JC, please rise. Mm-hmm. You have been accused of walking in on your parents getting hot and heavy. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? <laughs> the defendant has walked in on their parents getting hot and heavy. Guilty or not guilty? Steph, you go first. Oh, man. <laughs> I know there was a story about you seeing your mom's boobs at a vacation. And I'm nice <laughs> <laughs> recall. But, but other than that, I mean, how can you miss a story like that? Um, but I don't know if I've ever heard you talk about you hearing or seeing your parents. Ah, I want to say not guilty just because I would hate that for you. So I'm just going to (laughs) say not guilty. You've never physically walked in seeing your parents getting hot and heavy. Not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Okay. I hope. Um, I, too, remember the story about you seeing your mom's boobs. I think it was at the Jersey Shore, yes. if I remember correctly. Yes. A lot has happened to me at the Jersey Shore. Um, I, so I do also remember that. I think I also remember you telling a story of overhearing them because the walls are thin in your home and you heard them. But I don't remember you ever saying you walked in on them or actually saw something in person in my mind walking in on and hearing two separate things so i'm going to also say not guilty 
Defendant, please rise. You have been accused of walking in on your parents getting hot and heavy. Are you guilty or are you not guilty? First off, thank you both for representing the, the time in my life when I did see my mother's breast at the Jersey Shore. Thank you for reminding me of that. Um, <laughs> my bedroom growing up was, we shared a wall. My parents' bed was here and my bed was right here. We shared a wall. And I go back there as an adult and I'm like, wow, these walls are thin. Um, and there were noises coming from their bedrooms at time. I thought maybe they were wrestling or something. <laughs> um, but I have never, ever walked in on my parents <gasps> being intimate. So not, not guilty! guilty! really hoping that the answer was going to be not guilty on that one. Oh, man. So we were all not guilty. Or, no, I was guilty. But, that's but we all nailed it, right? Yeah, we, yeah, got it all we all nailed three it Three for three. Good job, everybody. I'll tell you what your other one was. I couldn't decide which one to go with. Okay. Uh, the defendant laughed so hard they peed their pants as an adult. I peed my pants as an adult, but not from laughing. <laughs> not from laughing? Oh, okay. <laughs> she said it really had to go really bad. There you go. Judge your friends. Oh, that's fun. We definitely sat in judgment of each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, those are good. And hopefully you're, as you're driving to work, playing along in your car and judging your, your passengers. Yeah, d- decide whether or not. You know, you you think we're you if you know us, we're, you know, were we guilty or not? Mm-hmm. Guilty? Now, right now, we're looking for caller twenty at seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. You're caller twenty. You're playing heads up, and this is a pretty cool prize. Up for grabs. We have tickets to see the chicks. It's an, an exclusive Las Vegas engagement at the Zappos Theater at Planet Hollywood. Um, it starts in May. You're going. Just be caller 20 right now. You get to pick your category and your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20, you're playing 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Hi, Bree. How are you? Good, how are you? Really good. You're caller 20. You're playing heads up. All right. We've got these tickets to see the chicks, this exclusive Las Vegas engagement. Uh, Pick your category. We have two for you to choose from. Do you want to go with hot tea or electric shock? Oh, gosh. Um, Let's do electric shock. Electric shock. Okay. National Static Electricity Day uh, was on Monday. So these are all items that need electricity, okay? Okay. Okay. Um, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Uh, Mercedes. Okay. All right, Bree, 60 seconds on the clock. It's six correct. You're going to go see the chicks. And ladies, you start now. Uh, this is what you would listen to us on. You turn on your what? The radio. Yes. Um, this When you need some light in your living room, you turn on one of these. A light bulb. A light. Uh, no, a light switch. Uh, no, it's um, like they might look like um, uh, a vase. A lamp. Yes, a yes. lamp. Um, this is um, to warm up your food. You put it in this. Microwave. Yes. Um, if it's really hot in your house, you might have one of these uh, portable ones. Yes. Um, if it's really cold in your house, you might turn on this. Heater. Yes. Um, if your clothes are dirty, you put them in this. Washer. Yes. yes. Woo! You got Congratulations, Bree! Yay, thank you. You're welcome. Going to see the chicks. This is going to be such a fun. Uh, I don't know. It's not a residency, but this limited engagement. It's going to be awesome. And you're in for free. Congratulations. 
Thank you. So excited. Thank you, Bree. Hold on one second. We'll get your information. And we've got these tickets again tomorrow morning. Early edition of Heads Up for those tickets for you to go see the chicks in the next hour, 920, Weekends with Adele. So this is your chance to win a staycation for two. Talking about two nights and then tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. You want to be here at 920 for your chance to win that awesome, awesome experience. It's Mix 94.1. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I just love that song. It's called Snap. It's by Rosa Lynn. It's Mix 94.1, 840. I, I get leery about, you know, like eating food when I don't know where it comes from. And so um, hearing this it just kind of gives me uh, confirmation on why I should be. <laughs> yeah, a buddy of mine, his wife got really sick on Monday night. We're supposed to connect this week to do some stuff, and we're talking on Tuesday, and he's like, I'm not sure if I can because my wife is really sick, and he ended up taking her to the ER. That's how sick she got. And it was this whole stomach thing. They ran some tests on her, and, and everything is fine. And they're trying to figure out what was wrong, and they're kind of now attributing it to food poisoning. And at that point, they're in the process of trying to pinpoint what was going on. And uh, he had talked about they had a salad over the weekend, and she had a different kind of dressing. But then when she went to the office on Monday morning, someone brought in some banana bread with frosting, this whole thing. And she had some of that more sleuthing. A couple of the people that had that bread also got ill. Ew. So it's the employee. I mean, that's all signs point to that, unless there's something else in the office or something else they all had, but all signs point to the coworker that brought in some bread. She eats it, and she gets sick that night. So whoever made this bread, mm, something was wrong with it. Uh, I, I, and I feel bad for that person, because I'm sure the person didn't, I mean, you hope the person didn't mean to do something yeah. like mm-hmm. that. And you, you, I always appreciate when people are like, hey, I made this. It's in the break room. Help yourself. I always think, wow, what a nice thing. There was a girl that used to work here and she used to bake all the time. But like we never got invited to to try the baked goods. Like and it, I was always not hurt, but I was like, dang, I wish she would invite us because they because I would see on her social media. She'd post like, hey, putting these in the br- or here's the radio station. Yeah. Giving these to my coworkers today. And she'd make like little goodie bags and get. But we never got them. Really? Yeah. We, we were never a part of that. Oh, man. Why were you part of that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I think she liked us, but maybe she just felt like she didn't know us well enough yeah. to put us in that little circle. But everything always looks so good. And I was like. Always thinking, like, this is the week. She's going to include us in on this. And she'd be like, brought cupcakes in for my coworkers. Um, going to go pass them out. But she'd never come here to pass them to us. It was always. But now I look back, I'm like, well, maybe it was a blessing in disguise. Maybe, you know, maybe I would have gotten sick. Not saying there's anything wrong. But, you know, sometimes just things don't agree with you. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the thing. Now I'm totally opposite. There's something in the in the break room that looks like it was homemade. I'm like, nope, 
<laughs> you, you, you can't. It's, sometimes it's risky to roll the dice. Ever been in that situation, like a homemade meal just gone wrong, where maybe you cook for everyone and you realize there was something a bad ingredient, or the stuff was spoiled, or someone has a dairy allergy and you didn't realize there was dairy in an item, and it just got, everything just kind of backfired. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred. I uh, I I feel like sometimes I will get a big miss on dinner, and I mentioned earlier this week we're trying to cook more, and we're you know we've cooked all week long. I'm really proud of us. Uh, we didn't go get takeout at all. And last night I felt like a failure because uh, we were making chicken tacos. And um, one of my daughters comes down and she's like, what are we having? And I was like, chicken tacos. And she's like, I'll make my own dinner tonight. Oh, yeah. Ouch. She didn't want them. And I was like, why can't you eat with us? She's like, I just I'm not really a fan. You're Harsh. not really a fan? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You're not a fan. <laughs> like, I, I, like, part of me wanted to be like, no, you have to eat it. But then I didn't want to force her. So she made chicken nuggets for herself. I was just kind of like, uh. And then my other one, she was at practice. She missed she missed uh, uh, dinner. And coming home, I knew she wouldn't touch the just because I know her and she's super picky. So that's when we were talking about her making a grilled cheese and... We didn't have grill. We didn't have bread for it. So she also had chicken nuggets, and Matt and I had chicken tacos. The chicken tacos sound delightful. They're so it good. Sounds good. Do you, I mean, do you give when they when when someone in your family says, "Oh, I'll make my own." Do you say, "No, that's not an option. This is what we're having tonight." I, I made the dinner, and you're going to eat it. I, I worked hard at this. You know, if you want to cook dinner tomorrow night for all of us, have at it, kid. But I made this meal tonight. With love, and we're all going to enjoy it together. I, I, I'm not big on like forcing someone to do something mm-hmm. against their will. But then I don't, I don't go the extra mile to help. I'm like, okay, well, you're on your own then. Bye. <laughs> and I was kind of salty about it. She could tell. I would be salty too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, have you ever had a cooking disaster? Um, I remember Thanksgiving dinner a few years back. Laura's aunt and uncle were in town, and I didn't defrost the turkey long enough, and it was, um. It was like a like a ball. It was like a ball of meat. It was like it wasn't even a turkey thing. I was like, I don't like turkey meat together. I don't know. It was weird. But uh, we had everything planned out. And I followed the instructions, and I thought I defrosted it, and I put it in the oven, and made the grandiose dinner is ready. And her uncle comes in, sits down at the table, and woo! And I take the the turkey out of the oven, put it down, and the outside looks great. And I go to start carving, and zzz, and I realize the center is like still frozen. Oh, it's like it's pink. Like, yeah, it's like oh. no. So I'm like ah. So I call Laura's aunt uh, Leslie. Les, can you come here for a second? She comes in. I'm like yeah. I'm like oh, what do I do? She's like, oh, you got to put it back in. It was like an hour, two hours later. It was bad. It oh, was really bad. That sucks. We started eating sides and everything else, and then we finally got to it. But it was just, I made that grandiose dinner is ready, and everyone sits at the table. Ooh, JC cooked, and and yeah, it wasn't ready. I bet that was the last time you attempted to make a turkey. It was. <laughs> I'm good at the sides. I can get the sides, but not doing that turkey. Someone just texted us, Jen. She says, I don't eat potluck foods because there are people who let their cats on the counters. No thanks. Yeah. I mean, and there's so many other things, but have you ever been to a house where they let the cats on the counters? I'm sure I have. I'm always like, eh. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see the kitchen. I'll eat the food. Yeah. It's like some restaurants, you don't want to see the kitchen. Other ones, they have the open kitchen. Everything's great. Some places, I just give me the food and I'll eat it.
I don't want to see what goes into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just play dumb. Uh-huh. We have the hot three coming up next. What do you got for us? Okay, uh, this morning we are going to talk about uh, the modern inc- the biggest inconveniences in modern life. What are the things that really drive us crazy because it's such an inconvenience? Also, are robots going to start taking over your job? They're going to start working at this business. Wait until we tell you which one it is. And... Do <laughs> there's an old wives' tale that if a guy drives a sports car, his something is small. They did a study on that. Did it confirm that? What? We'll, What's we'll considered t- a sports car? <laughs> we'll tell you coming up next in the hot three. Let's go. Here we go. Three, two. It's time for the Hot 3 on Mix Nutty 4.1. A new study of adults has revealed the top things that get on our nerves and cause us the biggest inconveniences in modern life. Public transport and issues with mobile phones and phone signal were found to be frequent frustrations with calls from unknown numbers, running out of battery or data, and a cracked screen all causing daily anguish Uh, basically first world problems right Mm -hmm. Um, binging on youtube videos social media and using uh, mobile as um, satellite navigation were the biggest culprits for consuming our precious gigabytes while not having enough leg room on a journey and websites that with contact forms instead of email addresses they were also uh things that bugged us big time then uh, let's go with uh the top five things though number five late trains late buses stuff like that number four was when you ran out of battery or when you're really low on your battery and i get anxiety as soon as it turns red Oh man, I'm just like oh, I gotta I gotta plug in. I gotta find a battery. Like what's going on? Um, number three is forgetting your passwords, and that's tough. You know, you I have so many different passwords. It's hard to keep track of all of them. And we, when we came back from our three week break, there were a couple ones I was punching in. I'm like, how do I not know this password? I just forgot them after three weeks. Well, and also um, with our work, you have to change your password like every three months. And it's like coming up with a new one, mm-hmm. and then I forget. Wait, wait, which one? It's just that's a hassle. Uh, number two, modern day inconveniences: getting a call from an unknown number, which I just don't answer. <laughs> Straight to voice. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, what unknown? Mm-mm. And then the number one thing is an intermittent Wi-Fi connection. When you're not getting good Wi-Fi, or it, it comes on, it goes out. Like if if we go to the Golden Knights games, like I'll have Wi-Fi and then it'll go out, and I'm like, ah, where's the Wi-Fi? Try to reconnect. Like that that gets annoying. It's frustrating. Uh, I live up in the Summerlin area, and I won't say the provider, but it's it's it was bad, and it's, it's gotten worse over the past six months. There's dead spots pulling up to my house. If I'm pulling up to my house and I'm on the phone, I know I have to pull over to finish the conversation. And then now, like getting in my car, it's from my house down to the 215 sometimes. There's no cell connection. It's it's just gotten worse. I'm looking at changing providers. So anyone have suggestions? Summerlin Far West, what's a good provider that covers that area? Yeah, let them know. Um, also this morning, White Castle is going to start using robots 
to flip burgers and fry fries in more than 100 stores across the U.S. to give burned out staff an extra hand as the restaurant industry struggles to recruit new workers. The fast food chain's vice president said that the robot will give staff who were burnt out during the COVID pandemic an extra hand by taking over some of the day-to-day operations in nearly a third of the stores. He said that it was hard to recruit new workers. Um, At least 65% of restaurant owners say they found it really difficult to find new hires so um now having robots do the job uh i like to you to meet computerized jc oh really mm-hmm. you're uh hello mercedes this is jc computerized you look lovely today wow well thank you this is this is very nice uh jc never compliments me <laughs> what <laughs> Jace, computer JC, I want real JC. I'm sorry, you're not as good as him. Your hair is lush. <laughs> okay, never mind. I changed my mind. You stay. You stay. <laughs> no, no one can replace you. I'm sorry. Uh, ha ha ha. <laughs> very true. Very true. All right. Finally, this morning, a new study has found that males and males over 30 in particular rated sports cars as more desirable. When they were made to feel like they had a small pinata, the men were given a fact about the average uh, equipment size, and then they were asked to rate a sports car. And in the small equipment condition, they were told the average uh, size was 18 centimeters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Your face. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, which is actually larger than the true average. Um, researchers reason that this would make the average male feel like they were not average, below average, mm-hmm. right? Compared to um, people that were over that. Then they rated the desirability of a sports car. And when they were felt made to feel like they had the smaller equipment, so to speak, they rated the desirability of the sports car way higher than if they felt like they were more uh, along the average lines. Why? Mine's a muscle car. Different than a sports car. What's that? I said I have a muscle car. Different than a sports car. Maybe not. I I don't know. You're the car guy. I don't know. What's the difference? Uh, Hold on. Computerized JC's here. Hold on a second. Take it from me. JC has a small pinata. Computerized JC. <laughs> How would you know that? Yeah, really. I mean, we know he's he likes to surf the internet. Maybe that's how. <laughs> I don't like computerized JC anymore. I don't either. Send her out of here. <laughs> You're out of here. All right, let's talk about this here in the nine o'clock hour. This is huge. Weekends with Adele. Your chance to win a staycation for two. This is two nights and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. You just have to be here at 920 for your chance to win. Computerized JC. Oh, my She's getting emails she now. She is just too much. This show, how would you rank the show? You've seen it twice, have you not? Yeah, I have. It's it's just, I don't really have the words. It's exquisite. It's just beautiful. And um, I, th- I think everyone walked out of there just in complete awe. It was... It was worth the wait. I'll say that. Remember when she canceled? We were all mad. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? She wanted to get it perfect, and that she did. So nine twenty, your chance to go see Adele and also get that staycation as well. It's Mix ninety four point one. 
in just about 12 minutes, your chance to win Weekends with Adele. We're talking about that staycation for two and tickets to see Adele live at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace. 920, you want to be here. Guess what's making a comeback? It's the comeback. It's the return of this staple from the 80s and early 90s that I guess it's divisive. I didn't know that this thing was, this this food was divisive. Apparently, people either love it or hate it. But cottage cheese is making a comeback. They say the long villainized dairy snack is sneaking back into savory bowls and sweet treats everywhere. I didn't know that it went away. I love cottage cheese. I had no idea that it needed to make a comeback. I don't know what it went either. I always thought, thought cottage cheese was just there. Is it coming back like strong and all kinds of different foods and recipes or kids discovering cottage cheese for the first time? To me, cottage cheese, it's just, it's there. It never went away. Well, they said that it, it was uh, it, it was a victim of bad marketing. And now it's gaining speed, especially thanks to TikTok. People are showing how you can use uh, cottage cheese in various recipes that you didn't even know they're they're saying it was the texture it was kind of relegated as a quote-unquote diet food and so it just it, everybody thought it was just bland and favorless flavorless and somewhere along the line greek yogurt kind of rose above rose past it so it was taken down cottage cheese was taken down by greek yogurt and so now they're saying it's making a comeback um all sorts of like interesting ways that you can enjoy it they say that you can add it to pancake batter or scrab scrambled eggs and it adds protein number one mm-hmm. and it, it helps with the fluff um you can use it in place of heavy cream when you need to thicken a pasta sauce Never would have thought of that. They say spread it on rice cakes or crackers with a drizzle of olive oil, salt, and crushed black pepper for a simple snack. So it's making a comeback. I didn't know it it needed to, but there you go. What is there something else that needs to make a comeback? Maybe it was a victim of bad marketing. Maybe it's just something that you don't understand why more people... Don't enjoy it. It's so amazing. What else needs to make a comeback? Hmm. Food-wise, candy. Um, we were talking earlier, too, about how Taylor Swift, her vinyl sales were huge last year. I think records are making a comeback. Yeah. She's going to find a record player. They, they do sell new record players that are hooked up through your Bluetooth, which sounds pretty cool. I have one of those. I've never opened it. Same here. It's in a box. <laughs> yeah, it's in a box somewhere <laughs> in my pantry. I keep looking at it. I'm like, and I think about donating or giving to a friend. I'm like, wait, there'll, there'll be a day. Because I do have records. There'll be a day when... I envision, like, I don't know, like sitting there having a glass of wine and me getting out that record player and playing old records. That's, in my mind, that's what I'm going to use it. You know what I think needs to make a comeback? I don't really drink them, but I just love the sound of them. Like, old-timey cocktails, like, that have these funny, like, that have names, like Tom Collins. Like, what happened? I don't even know what a Tom Collins is, honestly, but Tom Collins... Um, make the, I I like when people are like, yeah, I'll take a co- uh, Tom Collins. Um, the, it just stuff like that sounds so cool. Uh, people say the Tom Collins tastes like grown up lemonade. Ooh, then I might like it. Could be trouble. Oh, yeah. Um. Uh. Apparently, there's a John Collins too. I didn't know that. Oh, you know what I had the other night? We went out to eat. I had a French seventy five cocktail. Do you know what that What's is? What's in a French seventy five? It was delicious. Um. It's gin. 
and I got it with vodka instead, he suggested, because I told him I don't really like gin. And he's like, well, I'll have him make it with vodka. So for me, it was vodka, champagne, lemon juice, and a little bit of sugar. A French 75. It was fabulous. And I just felt so, like, fancy. I'm like, I'll take a French 75, please, with vodka, no gin. Ooh, we sound elegant when you order it, <laughs> yes, too. And then when, it? When, the, when the bartender's making it as well, and there's, and there's I mean, they're chemists back there putting together a little formula, making that cocktail. It's neat to watch that. What kind of ice was in it? Was it a one big block? There was, was it... no ice. No ice. It was nice and neat. chilled. It was just, it was perfection in a glass and then the on emily in paris they're saying that that show is responsible for bringing back another cocktail the cur royale have you heard of the cur royale no but i feel like i heard listening to laura watch that show that being mentioned yeah so the cur royale is um it's champagne with the creme de cassis or whatever they call um that's in all mixed up together and i've never had one but it's like a pink looking drink and it looks i just like old-timey cocktails i think those need to come back there they just sound so cool when people order them yeah it looks so cool when you're drinking them too yeah steph do you have something that you think needs to make a comeback i miss the soda pepsi blue it was a berry flavored soda and me and my dad used to drink it when I was a kid, and it was only for a limited time. And I think I mentioned it on the show a couple months ago, and I think it did make a comeback. I just don't know if I missed my opportunity. Did I? If, if it's still out there or not? Oh, Pepsi Blue. I mean, I, 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 it's no secret I don't really like to eat anything or drink anything blue, but I do remember that being really popular really popular i'm surprised they haven't brought that one back you were talking you started this conversation by there was something that was big in the 80s and early 90s that was how do you describe it divisive oh divisive divisive between people i thought for a second that you were talking about bon jovi why is divisive? Why is Bon Jovi divisive? People big in the eighties, <laughs> carry through the nineties. Some people liked him, some people didn't. They're making a comeback. It's Bon Jovi, and you want him to make a comeback? Yeah, I want all the guys. Tiki Torres, Richie Sambora. Let's get the let's get the band back together. D- they didn't, cottage cheese. Didn't he die? Who? Don't tell me, Tico Torres is dead. No. I I don't know. No, don't tell me that. I, I'm trying to find. It. Well, now our internet's dead, so I can't... Oh, what's like Tico Torres? No. <laughs> He's not dead. I thought one of the guys passed away. No, I don't, don't tell wanna, me that. I don't want to get I'm not even going to Google it. I don't want to hear that news. Yeah. That's sad. But Cottage Cheese is back. Probably trending already. We're trending well. You do know that it's trending, right? Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending is on Mix 94.1. Okay, Mariah Carey is trending this morning. So... She says, I want full custody. She is ready to seek primary custody of her twins with Nick Cannon, Moroccan, and Monroe. They're 11 years old, and sources say she wants to put him on notice that he can't just come in and out of their lives when while he's has all these other children and she says she wants a uh, legal standing as the twins primary caregiver the kids are already with mariah most of the time so not a lot would actually change other than the legal status of of the situation yeah hopefully like you said this is the real deal and not just using the kids for leverage and something yeah. else that's going on you know you want that you don't want the kids to suffer he's got a lot of kids he does have a lot of kids 11 or 12 kids are expensive too I, man i don't know how he does it and there's what five like five or six different ladies too right 
Is I think so. He needs like a scorecard. My gosh, yeah, I can track all that track stuff. of everything. Who are you? You're Timmy. And who's your mom? Uh, Becky. Okay, let's go. Jeff Beck is also trending this morning. The guitar genius Jeff Beck died on Tuesday after contracting a bacterial infection or bacterial meningitis. Actually, he was 78 years old. He is a two-time member of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. He's a me- in as a member of the Yardbirds. <laughs> artist. He also won seven Grammys. Um, His career really took off when he succeeded Eric Clapton in the Yardbirds in 1965. And during his career, they released the hits uh, Heart Full of Soul, I'm a Man, Shapes of Things, and Over Under Sideways Down. After leaving the band in 66, he formed the Jeff Beck Group which initially included Rod Stewart on vocals and Ronnie Wood on bass. And last year, he released an album with Johnny Depp, which was called 18 and played on two songs on Ozzy Osbourne's latest album, Patient Number 9. Yeah, knew the name, knew the legacy as you talk about it. It all starts to come back here. And just, I mean, being serious here, too, we, we were talking about Tico Torres earlier. He's alive. They, thank goodness. He's alive. I don't know why I thought I heard. I had a moment of panic. Yeah, I did, too. And uh, yeah, I hate when that happens. So um, good news on that one. Yeah. Uh, finally, the this morning, Starry is trending. Pepsi has made Sierra Mist for 23 years, ever since they introduced it to replace Slice back in 1999. But now they're ditching Sierra Mist for a new lemon lime soda. This one is called Starry. And uh, Pepsi Rep says it has higher citrus flavors that are true to fruit and more aromatic than Sierra Mist. It's going to be available in both regular and sugar-free versions. Starry's already rolling out to all grocery and convenience stores. So if you are hardcore about Sierra Mist, you might want to start buying up any remaining packs right now because that's pretty much it for them. Uh, Pepsi's bailing on Sierra Mist because sales just have been declining and it was really never able to compete against Sprite, which is made by Coca-Cola. They also wanted something new to appeal to younger Gen Z customers. So keep your eyes out for Starry and that is what's trending. Memories bring back your 694.1 Mercedes in the morning. And that is it for us on a Thursday. We're going to be back tomorrow for the big Friday show. We can't wait to talk to you guys then. We'll have more tickets for you to see Kevin Hart, more passes for the chicks. And of course, another chance for you to get those tickets and a staycation at Caesars for Adele Weekends with Adele. Such a spectacular show. That's all happening tomorrow morning. We are out. J-Love is coming up next, but right now it's time for the line of the day. We talked about our unique attractions. I find Jane Fonda to be very sexy. And Mercedes, well, she said this. Come on, who is it for you? Okay. There's no judgment. There's going to be judgment. Are we going to laugh? Yes. Lightning McQueen. That's a car? (laughs) I think Lightning McQueen is really attractive. No judgment. Oh, there's plenty of it, but I was expecting it, so it's fine. (laughs) If you missed the rest of that conversation, download today's podcast, uh, and that'll do it for show number 1759 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.